Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast. This week, one drunk brother and another drunk brother from another mother. Say that five <laughs> times fast. One other drunk brother from another mother. Yeah, no no shot. No. Um, All right, what's up, Ethan? Not much. Uh, it's a long week of... I'm too excited uh, to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Just a long week of work, and it's only Tuesday. But, you know, we're here. It's uh nine thirty on a Tuesday night, watching some late night, literally late night Cardinals baseball off to the side and seeing them suck it up to the Rockies after blasting the Yankees. We love to see it. And we're drinking. We are drinking. What are you I'm gonna drinking? be real honest with you though. I don't know what I'm drinking. I pulled one of those rando beers out of the fridge that I was telling you about a few <laughs> weeks ago that we got from a friend. You know, he just had a bunch of cases. So I got one from Spice Trade Brewing Company. It is a St. Emilion farmhouse ale. It is red wine barrel fermented brewed with blackberries, blueberry. I don't even know how to say that word. I'm not even going to try. Tea and Belma hops. 9%. Sca- scale of 10? Mm. 7.3. It's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I am drinking a beer that um good friend of ours, Lucas Rogers, left in my cooler on a float trip we went on a couple weeks ago. So I have that. It is a New Belgium Mountain Time Premium Lager. Nice. Um it, I'll 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 rate this one for you guys. All right. I know you're yeah. super thrilled. I thought you were about to say New Belgium Mountain Dew Lager. I mean, your average lager, 5.1. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Not a big New um, Belgian fan anyways, but. Again, my favorite kind of beer, free beer. So that's what we are both drinking. We're we both, both drinking, drinking free, free beer. beer. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if I didn't already say at the top of the episode, which I do not believe I did, AFC West, NFC West preview, and that is it. And we are wrapping up. The divisional previews, and then we are rolling on into like full blown NFL and fantasy content starting next week. So this yeah. this in, this episode though should bring some good takes because these are two divisions that I think are kind not necessarily toss ups, but not a one team race. I yeah I I mean I honestly would say they're toss ups. It's I I I, I wouldn't say. I'm stuttering a lot tonight, so I apologize. Um, I wouldn't say that all four teams in both divisions could win the division, but I wouldn't be surprised if any of them had a shot towards the end of the season, if that makes sense. 
the NFC, the NFC West, I think is closer to a one man show. There, there's a little bit of speculation in terms of after the winner that we're going to dive into, but let's start it with the AFC West, which is a kind of four pony race almost. Um, let's kick it off kind of how we've been doing it. Starting off with the chiefs, won the division last year, 12 and five. I'll go additions and departures additions, Ronald Jones, Corey Coleman, Juju, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Carlos Dunlap, Derek Nadi, and Justin Reed. Pretty, pretty solid. I guess departures. They lost a good amount. Daryl Williams, Tyreek, obviously, Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, Mike Remmers, Austin Blythe, Alex Okafor, Jerron Reed, Anthony Hitchens, Melvin Ingram, Mike Hughes, Travarius Ward, Tyran Matthew, and Daniel Sorensen. Top of your head, what do you think of additions and subtract and departures? Well, I'd say they they did a good job of trying to restock of what they lost with Tyreek, right? Like you got Juju Smith-Schuster, you got MVS, you went out and drafted Sky Moore. But as we kind of talked about with the Packers last week, is that enough to cover a generational talent like Tyreek Hill? And I just don't see it. And then on top of that, you know, I mean, I I won't really jump into to too much of their other additions. Like I think Ronald Jones is Jones isn't a bad addition. I was a big Clyde Edwards Alaire fan. I just don't think he's panning out the way they planned. And then they've got Jerry. They never really gave him a chance. No, they they really didn't. And and I know that they're a pass heavy offense, and this year they may not be as pass heavy. I mean, they still got Travis Kelsey and and some good weapons in the receiving core. But um yeah, they I mean they just never really gave him a chance to develop. Smaller, smaller guy, so sure. Like smaller running backs have panned out in the past. So with him, like I, he did really well to start his his rookie year. I think he got banged up, was out for a couple of weeks, and they they filled up, they picked up somebody to like kind of fill in his place. And then when he came back, they split carries with him. And then all year last year is kind of like a running back by committee. They never really gave him a lot of snaps. And then here we go this year. I guess we're going into his year three now, and he's still not going to be RB one. He's no. going to kind of share snaps and be that guy that gets plugged in there. And then for like the wide receiver side of things, I'm never the fan of, Hey, let's, let's cover one guy's role with three dudes or two dudes that are, are decent. Yep. I just don't think you're going to be able to cover the output that Tyree kill had at all. And I, and I also think on the defensive side of the ball, they just lost so much in the secondary. I mean, you're losing Tyron Matthew, you're losing, uh, Javarius Ward, Melvin Ingram in the linebacking core is a big loss to Huge. me. And Anthony Hitchens. Core, Anthony Hitchens. Um, and sure, you might have went out and picked up guys like a uh, Carlos Dunlap, like a Justin Reed. But I, again, it's it's almost the same thing as we talked about on the offensive side of the ball. Is it enough to cover the talent that they lost? And I just don't think so. So, I mean, I'll jump right into it, I guess, of did they get better or worse? I, I think they got worse. Is it a whole lot worse? We'll find right. out, but... I don't think yeah, they got I mean, better. They so. definitely weren't going to get better. Um, they got, in my mind, a little worse. They're taking, they're relying on a lot of rookies. Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis, Sky Moore, uh, Leo Chanel. All those guys they drafted are going to kind of have to step in 
like from day one and kind of take on like a larger role than a lot of other rookies from, from other teams. Um, so that's kind of where I see the issue, especially because we saw what, what happened whenever their defense was shitty oh my God, a yeah. couple of years ago. Like they, they couldn't, they couldn't stop anything. So I think it's going to be a little more of that, but also a little more of not being able to run the touchdown play as much as they used to. Yep. No, I agree. So, you don't really have a, a home run hitter like you did with Tyreek Hill. And you lost Byron Pringle, who also was, you know, I wouldn't call him a home run hitter, but a good talent nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, he caught a fair amount of red zone uh, passes and and other uh, touchdowns last year. So pretty, pretty like, low-key big miss, though. Um, I think we can both agree on the MVP of this team. Yeah, I, I, I mean – I put Patrick Mahomes in, in parentheses. I said, I'll try to change my answer if we want to do something different, but I don't think there's I can, not. So, I mean, think, yes, they were, they were good before he got there with Alex Smith. But if you put a mid tier quarterback, especially with this offense that they're going to have this year, they're a nine win, nine win team, maybe 10. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're best. Their offensive roster, not, Exactly to a T, but is to me semi comparable to what the Steelers offense looked like last year. And we saw with an average quarterback, they didn't do a whole lot. So exactly. you take that and you do the same thing with the Chiefs. You remove Patrick Mahomes. That's kind of what you get as a, a 500 ball club. For sure. Which brings us to talking about record uh, Vegas's win total on the over under, uh, which they have it set at right now, 10 and a half. Now we had that 12 games last year, 10 and a half. We said they got a little worse, but looking at their schedule, it is a gauntlet. It's a gauntlet. I, uh, I was running through it and I, I could see them losing eight games almost not comfortably, but there's a realistic possibility that they lose eight, nine games this year. They could also only lose six to seven, but even then that's putting you at that 10, 11 win range. And yeah, I had them at 10, I had them at 10 and seven. And that was, you know, a couple, I like split like the sway game. Cause every time I go through someone's schedule, it's like they could lose that game, but I'll give them the win. But the next time, if it's a could lose that game, I'll give them the loss. Um, so I like split them and I always feel comfortable doing that. They would have to, win all of the 50 50 games for them to hit this over and the under is minus 105 so then that's that's what i'm taking probably won't bet it but if i had to pick i'd pick the under yeah i think that with the division that they're playing in this year they could easily go 500 ball in the division maybe worse i mean we'll see i i don't think they're going to but they could go 500 ball in the division and then you're left with playing the cardinals the colts the bucks the bills uh, the Titans, you've got to play the Rams, the Bengals. I mean, it's just the list goes on and on and on. And then you you drop a accidental game to somebody like the Seahawks. Let's go Drew Locke, baby. <laughs> he may not even be the starter. We'll get into that later. But um, yeah, just, I mean, hard to find more than 10, 11 wins. It's one that I may not touch, but I lean the under as well. All right. We're on the same page there. Um Again, not shitting on the Chiefs, not saying that they're bad, even though I don't like them. I still think they're going to be very much competing to win the division. But in, in reality, they got a little bit worse. Um, let's move on to the next team in this division. The team who was 10-7 and seven last season, 
the Las Vegas Raiders. You want to know what's really funny? Is when I was writing my notes, I put Oakland Raiders. My my apologies to the franchise. Um, and then I went and looked for their rookie list, and I typed in Oakland Raiders, and like I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Um, let's see who they added. They added Nick Mullins, Jarrett Stidham, who we saw in the uh, preseason game last week. Not really big ads, but figured if a QB goes down, that's who their backups are. Okay. Amir Abdullah, Devontae Adams, Keelan Cole, Demarcus Robinson, Chandler Jones, Vernon Butler, Bilal Nichols, Jayon Brown, Kyler Fackrell, Kenny Young, Anthony Averett, Rocky Asin, and Deron Harmon. A lot of ads. They also have a lot of departures. Yep. Jalen Richard, Brian Edwards, Zay Jones, Richie Incognito, Yannick Ngakwe, Quentin Jefferson, Gerald McCoy, Solomon Thomas, Nick Kwiatkowski, KJ Wright, Casey Hayward, Desmond Trufant, Nick Martin, and Carl Nassib. So, I mean, just a lot of new bodies just coming in. Not saying they're worse or better new bodies, but a big turnaround. Yeah, it felt like they lost their entire defense. When you look at that list, it's just, I mean, and again, is that a bad thing? Because they could they have used a defensive overhaul? I wouldn't say that they were terrible on defense last year, but they weren't anything outstanding. So, uh, may not be the worst thing. And then, yeah, you add guys like Devontae Adams. I think that in itself, that addition in itself, makes your offense better. Um, again, how much better is kind of we talked about how much worse with the Chiefs, how much better? I don't know, but you can't get worse when you sign a guy like that. Oh, for sure. Um, I think they, they got better on pieces, but overall as a whole, like looking at their team, I think they lost a lot of talent. I think it's going to take a hit to their team for sure, um, especially for the first few games. I can't imagine they got better, even with Devontae Adams. I would lean like stayed the same. If everything clicks week one, they could eventually like work to being a better team. But as of like end of the season last year, I think that they're in the same boat. Yeah, I – I don't see them like just jumping and making this huge leap from the team that they were last year. I mean, what you said, they won 10 games last year, right? Made the playoffs Mm -hmm. last week of the season against the chargers. So you're a playoff team in a real, again, a really tough division. How big of a leap can you actually take? So I I would agree that they could almost stay the same. We'll see how this offense meshes with the additions that they made. Uh, Cause not only like you said, like Monte Adams, but you got, Demarcus Robinson as well. Um, they didn't well, he's not even a starter. They're starting. They're starting wide receivers right now. I guess I didn't re- didn't say they added Matt Collins, who my wife oh, yeah. loved in the Miami Dolphins. Um, but Devontae Adams, Matt Collins, and Hunter Renfro are their wide receivers, and they have Keelan Cole, Demarcus Robinson, and Tyron Johnson. So not terrible, like depth wise, but not a whole lot that's gonna hurt you. Devontae Adams is going to have to do what he did with Aaron Rodgers, and I just don't know if I can see that happening. I mean, it's going to be tough. I the, the whole joke of like when you go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to the next, and I mean, I I really hope that Devontae Adams wasn't being serious when he said that, but I think he's going to find out maybe the hard way <laughs> that he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback anymore. Now, I, I like Derek Carr. I don't think he's trash, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no. I mean, definitely not. He's shown some some 
shining moments, but that's about it. Um, they didn't really add anyone in the draft. They got a guard in the third round, so not a whole lot to touch on there. Yep. MVP for this team, I think with what they lost and what they have, again, kind of vanilla, but it's going to have to be Devontae Adams. He's going to have to step up and kind of assume this role for the Raiders that nobody has had in quite some time. Yep, I uh, also had Devontae Adams. The, the note that I made at the very top of my list is that this entire division's MVPs that we're going to give almost all feel vanilla to me. Now, you might have some different ones than I do at the last two teams, but as I was going through and picking my MVPs, I was like, I mean, who else can I pick? Um, I mean, you could argue outside of Devontae Adams for a team that did lose a lot of depth on defense, guys like Max Crosby and Chandler Jones stepping up and really taking like that veteran presence with that defense and making that defense stronger could be the MVP when you've got an offense that's pretty solid, but hard to, hard to argue that Devonte Adams isn't going to be the heart and soul of this offense. And maybe this team in general. Correct. Correct. All right. Over under eight and a half wins for the Las Vegas Raiders. They won 10 last season. Kind of the same, literally the same boat as the chiefs. Uh, down a win and a half. So the over-under is set at eight and a half. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Yeah, this one was tough for me too. It's, I look at this division. I talked about it with the Chiefs. I, it's just hard for me to see this division with how much they're going to beat each other up, really just like jumping into this 10, 11, 12. This schedule for the AFC West is fucking brutal. Yeah, it really is. I mean, again, outside of playing each other in the division and maybe going 500, probably a little worse with the Raiders. Again, you got to play the Colts. Again, you got to play the Rams. Uh, I'll roll through through their 50-50 games or, or tough games even. Chargers. You could say Cardinals. Titans. Broncos, Chiefs, Saints, Colts, Broncos, Chargers, Rams, Patriots, uh, Chiefs. So what is that? 12? 
12, 12 of their games are like, I, I wouldn't really know who to pick. Yeah. So with that being said, I got to lean under eight and a half. I'm going to lean under, but I'm also not going to touch this one either. I don't think I, like I, probably, I yeah. can't bet this. I don't know if I can bet wouldn't, this whole division. Wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. Um, yeah, the whole division. Uh, yeah, not really, which we'll get to in a little bit yep. halfway through. Um, let's go on to the next team. It's the Los Angeles chargers who were shockingly only nine and eight last year. Uh, I think they made that last wild card spot. If I'm not mistaken. No, I'm pretty sure. Didn't they miss it because of that, that Raiders chargers game? Oh, they did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They did miss it because of that. Um, yeah. So my bad on that one. Additions for the nine and eight chargers, Gerald Everett, Khalil Mack, Kyle Van Noy, Bryce Callahan, and JC Jackson. Pretty solid departures. Justin Jackson, Jared Cook, O'Day, Abushi, Brian Bulaga, Justin Jones, Linval Joseph, Kyler Fackrell, Chenna and Wosu, Kaiser White, and Chris Harris. Nothing that's like, wow, they're going to miss him. No, yeah, I, I would agree. And I think that, you know, you replace Jared Cook with Gerald Everett is huge in the tight end position. That's, uh, I feel like, a pretty important position to that team. So, I, it didn't get worse. I can say that much. So yeah, you would know big additions in the tight end position, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> My oh, area of expertise. Lighten things up. Uh, <laughs> they drafted Zion Johnson, offensive lineman, and Isaiah Spiller, the running back from AM, who I think will be that great uh, guy for when, not if, when Austin Eckler gets hurt. Because um, <laughs> it happens every year. Or he like gets banged up and has to come out for a little bit. It always happens. Um, the talent that they added, I think, was far better than the talent and just like significant role players they lost. I if they if they, anything they got a little bit better with who they added, experience coming in. Not going to say that they're like, oh my god, this team's scary, but I think they got a little better. I think they did too. This is actually, you know, spoiler alert. Maybe this is my favorite team in the AFC West. I I actually really like the Chargers roster this year. I've liked Justin Herbert for a long time, even coming out of Oregon, um, and then really kind of rode his coattails, especially in fantasy. I've had him as my quarterback in fantasy each of the first two years that he's been in the league. Um, I'm, so I'm I a big Justin have, Herbert guy. I am too. I love Justin Herbert. I wanted the Dolphins to draft him. I was mad when they didn't. <laughs> um, I think that they have a little bit too much hype around them going into the season. I see everyone on the Chargers. I see everyone taking the Chargers to, like, make it deep in the playoffs, Super Bowl, like, futures putting it on now. I think they have a little bit too much hype on them. So I kind of would like that to go down a little bit before I, like, really hop on the train. Because it's not – Yeah, I mean – I want to add into the hype and just be like, oh, yeah, Chargers, good. Because while they are good, I don't think they're, like right. – Looking at their roster, I don't think looking at their roster, they're like, oh, my God, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I don't know how old Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are. Like, just being totally honest, I don't know, like, how far down the road they're getting in terms of their, their age, their body, all that fun stuff. But those two guys, if they can perform, um, although I'm looking at their roster, I'm looking at their death chart, and I was – Mike Williams hurt, or is he off the team? Am I missing that? 
He's not off the team, I right? At, when I looked at earlier, no, he resigned a deal. Yeah, so he must be he must be hurt, and or at least in terms of what our lads has to say right now, he's not on the he's not listed. Our lads has him at number one. What the hell? Well, I don't know why he's not showing up for me. Um, either way, but like those two guys, I think are going to play a big role, and even Joshua Palmer, I think, might play a bigger role. Jalen Guyton didn't quite pan out, I think, to be the guy that they wanted him to be. But I, I really like their talent on the offensive I side. I wish of the they ball. had a, I wish they had a little bit more depth at at the receiver position. But other than that, I don't hate it. Um, yep, and I, I like their depth at the running back position. And like you said, when Austin Eckler inevitably gets hurt, you know Isaiah Spiller being in there. Um, not a huge Joshua Kelly guy. I, I totally really forgot about Larry Roundtree. I was gonna say I really hope Larry Roundtree makes that leap into the. Uh, into that depth chart, maybe as a third string, or, I mean, who knows, maybe he'll outperform Isaiah Spiller. I, I kind of doubt it, but um, they've got, they've got good depth at that position. So. For sure. For sure. I mean, I like their team overall. I think we can both agree. They got better. I can also think again, while we're being vanilla with this guys kind of is what it is. MVP has got to be Herbie. It's Justin Herbert. And it's going to be Justin Herbert until he's not on that team anymore. So exactly. I just, Exactly. He's got so much talent in his arm. He's still young. He, I mean, they—I don't know—they haven't signed him, have they? Like to to a super long extension, correct? He's still on his rookie contract. Correct. Yes. So this is his third year. If they haven't already, I think this year they should probably lock him up. If if they they'll uh, probably they'll haven't already, they'll definitely so. lock him up at the end of the year for sure. Because um, he's the future of that franchise. Absolutely, absolutely. So that being said. Nine win team last year. I hate again this just this division's win totals. I hate it. They have it set at ten. Yeah. I mean we just talked about it, right? Them, I don't see them only winning nine. I can see I I only see upside with taking the over because I think they're gonna get to ten. It's just how good do you think they're gonna be? In my I mind. think if I mean, I mean, again, we, I mean, we've talked about this on previous episodes. You could play the push if, if you believe in the fact that they're a ten-win team at minimum. The over's a good bet because at worst they win ten games, they go ten and seven, and then you get your money back. So, I, I don't they have that a at very, all. very easy start to the schedule, which I think benefits. You yep. get your feet underneath you. You get some easy wins out of the way. Like they do play home against the Raiders week one. I think that'll be a good game. And then they, yes, okay, they play Chiefs on the road. So those are two really tough games. But then you got the Jags, the Texans, the Browns, um, Broncos, Seahawks, Falcons, Niners. I think those are some easy, like some less difficult games. Shall, well, shall you? So I'll take the over at minus 135 again, not betting it though. Same. I, I agree with that. I think that that's fair. I, again, think this whole division is going to win somewhere between eight and 11 games, but we'll see what happens. All right, next up, Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. All right. Broncos country. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. All right. Seven and (laughs) ten last year. All right. Seven and ten. We're going to do deep dive into this team. They added Russell Wilson, Tony Compton, Billy Turner, Randy Gregory, DJ Jones, Alex Singleton, uh, Kwan Williams, Kareem Jackson. They lost Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, 
Shelby Harris, Shamar Steven, Stefan, Bryce Callahan, and Kyle Fuller. Obviously, I think they got a little bit better. You're adding Russell Wilson. But yep. let's think about this. Russell Wilson was 7-10 and 10 last year with the Seahawks as well. Yeah, and did he – I mean, better people might call players. me crazy. Did he go to a better team in I terms of he, talent? If he went to a better team, it is slightly better. At most. His offense is worse. I would agree. Call me crazy. I don't think Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are going to take him to the promised land. They're definitely not better than DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett at all. No. He has Albert O, but he lost Noah Fant. Lost Noah Fant. Because they went with him. Um, He has Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, sure. Uh, Whatever. We we still don't really know what Javante Williams is, but they're they're a pretty big dynamic duo. And then the offensive line just can't stay healthy. No. The whole team really can't stay healthy. So what is this team? I don't know what to make of it. You know, we I think I talked about this on the draft episode. But I and people can call me crazy. I think the downfall of Drew Locke was how injury ridden this team was. Dude, wasn't it was so bad? It wasn't it wasn't the way that he performed. It was the fact that he didn't get opportunities. And he didn't have a healthy roster, including himself. I mean, the second year where he really got a chance to prove himself, he played only 13 games and half of those were with a bad back and a depleted offense. So it's like, can you really judge the guy? And we'll get into him, I think, a little bit more when we talk about the Seahawks, sure. But yeah, I this team can never stay healthy. I mean, Tim Patrick just went down for the year, so you already lost a receiver. And the offensive line, again, can't stay healthy. You've got Russell Wilson, who is a generational talent. Yes, you definitely upgraded at quarterback. There's no, I mean, there's no second guessing that at all. But you're right. He went 7-10 and 10 with the Seahawks, and he went to the Broncos team that, yes, is better, but how much better actually are they? Exactly. I'm just thinking that everyone's, everyone's like, oh, Broncos are going to contend for this division. If you're If you're holding the gun to my head, I would not be opposed to say the Broncos could get last place in this division again. Yeah, I I mean, if we're going to rank the way that this division pans out right now, I have them at the bottom of the division. I I don't see – I almost don't see anything changing outside of – well, actually, that's a lie because the top three would all change for me because I forgot the Chargers finished third. (laughs) But I I see the Broncos finishing fourth no matter – like that's just what it is for me. I don't think that they're – not close to contending because I did say that I think that this division is pretty interchangeable in terms of come week 12, week 13, will they have a chance to still win the division? Sure. They'll probably be one or two, maybe three games back, but I don't think that they're going to be in that fight come week 17, week 18. Absolutely. Absolutely. That being said, MVP, you said it's pretty vanilla. Do you have Russell Wilson? Broncos country. Let's ride. Yes, I do. <clears throat> yeah. That, I mean, All right. I, this, yeah. For obvious reasons, but I, I wanted to go less obvious reasons. I have their secondary. Um, they're going to be able, they're going to need to keep them in games. Uh, I just don't, I just don't see them being as high powered as an offense is what people think they're going to be. So for, no, for better, I think that's a really good, yeah. That's and a good yeah, I think the division they're going because, up against. Yep. You took the words right out of my mouth, or maybe I took the words out of your mouth. I was going to say they've got 
a lot of gunslingers in this division with a lot of good receiving talent. So you got to have a good secondary if you want to compete. Absolutely. So leads us to our, our over under, which is my favorite of the division. It's set at 10. Under. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah. If they're going to be the worst team in the division, I think I could, I could sway myself to put money on this and feel pretty confident about not pretty confident, but confident about it. Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm going to stick to my guns and what I've said and that, I don't think that they're going to finish outside of last in the division. And I've had these other teams hovering around 10 games. They're definitely not winning 10 games to me. So, I mean, they might be a seven to eight win team, maybe nine. If we get lucky, um, if they get to 10, great to push. Congratulations. They're not getting more than that. No, this is not an 11 win team at all. They're not. I'll get a no. I'll get a Broncos tattoo on my ass if they win 11 games, and you can quote that live on the podcast right now. No way. (laughs) That's a thing. We're doing this. I am that confident in myself. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. 11 games. Right now, it can be size eight font. Broncos (laughs) country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Oh on your ass. On my ass. Deal. Oh my. 11 games. Yes. They have games. to push, push, push. The Broncos win 11 or more games. Ethan gets Broncos country. Let's ride. Tattooed on his ass. That. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> excited for this season. I don't I want it say- to happen, but it's going to make it interesting. <laughs> I would say we could film it, but you ain't filming my ass. So. Um, no, maybe we'll we just take like a super can... zoomed in photo when we're yeah, there. absolutely no cheek or anything, just skin, <laughs> just skin. Uh, oh, that's that's incredible. So, there you have it, folks. That is Ethan's bet. Let's move on to the division winner and rookie of the division. I think we both kind of already said who our division winners were. Yeah, I like the Chargers. I'm again. I'm at like a toss up with, with this top spot because I still think the chiefs will compete, right? You've got Patrick Mahomes. You've got a pretty decent roster just in general, but I just, I think the chargers just kind of make that over the top push this year to take this division from the chiefs. Will they do any damage in the post or the uh, playoffs? We'll see, but I have them win this division. All right. Fair enough. I do too. Uh, Just to change it up. I think that, with the Chiefs getting slightly worse, the Chargers getting slightly better. Raiders kind of staying the same. I think they have the young firepower to kind of get it done. So that's what I have. Rookie of the division. You got anyone? I do. I had to lean. So I had two guys that I was really a toss up with, and it was Zion Johnson or Trent McDuffie. You kind of talked about the secondaries in this division and like needing to be able to, to be successful against these gunslingers. And I think that there's a lot of opportunities for Trent McDuffie this year for that reason to show out and kind of be that rookie of the year, I guess, in the AFC West. But I like Zion Johnson for the opportunities that he can provide for the Chargers offense. I think that you slot him in there that right now they've got him in at left guard, I believe it might be right guard. I can't remember off the top of my head. He's in the guard position one way or another. If he can create holes for Austin Eckler to one, hopefully help keep him healthy um, but to kind of make this offense a little more dynamic in that then you can also provide good protection for Justin Herbert to be able to throw the ball around the way that he's been doing the last couple of years. And uh, 
I, I just think that bolstering that offensive line, and I think Zion Zion Johnson is a good guy for that. Um, can really help take this Chargers offense to the the next level. So I have Zion Johnson slightly over Trent McDuffie as rookie of the year in this division. Okay. Okay. I have a Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Chiefs player. I know you were you had you were up in the air with Chiefs player. Mine is going to be Leo Chanel. Chanel. Don't know mm-hmm. really the correct pronunciation of it. The linebacker that the Chiefs took, I believe, in the third round out of Wisconsin. Uh, you know, what when I think about this, I think of a guy who isn't gonna be having to step in, you know, two, three downs at a time. He's gonna be that backup linebacker that can kind of get promoted to getting more snaps and being better uh, as soon as he gets his feet underneath of him. And then I also think about how good that Wisconsin defense was this past year and the kind of effects that he had on that being in a good defense. I think he's just going to, he'll be, he'll be a solid pickup and I really like that pick from them. So that's going to be my rookie of the or rookie of the division. No, I, I'm. I like that take. I think it's a good take. I, I especially like when you kind of dive deeper into some of these. I mean, I guess he's not like a later round guy, but still third round. Um, to kind of see what they they can bring to a team, because most of the time we look at these first round, early second round guys, and we're like immediate impact. But it's like, okay, what can these guys that you drafted later on do for you? Um, me being a bad Packers fan, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But there's a guy for the Packers, I guess, in camp as a wide receiver has just been showing out and it's not Christian Watson. I can't think of who it is, but he's just been showing out and they got him in like the fifth round. I think it was. So I'm excited to see what that looks like, but yeah, absolutely. These guys. Um, and then while you're looking that up, something that stood out to me that I thought was kind of interesting is it seems like nobody on the West coast wanted to draft in the first round this year. As I was looking at these like list of rookies, not a whole lot of not many of these eight teams that we're talking about tonight drafted in the first round. And if they did, they'd won like late, maybe later pick, and then they didn't draft again until the third or fourth round, or they didn't have a pick until the third round. So it's really hard to choose from some of these guys this year because there yeah. was just nobody it, to choose from. It was tough. Um, Romeo Dubes, yes, Dubes, receiver out of Nevada. Yep, apparently he's been and showing. Where's- out Number 87. Jordy Nelson, oh. the ghost of Jordy Nelson. Maybe, maybe not, but uh, <laughs> they don't look very similar. Um, we're going to leave it at that. But 
<laughs> Let's move on to the NFC West. Who we've got? This is gonna. This is gonna be after we cover the team that won. Some hot takes are gonna be a flying, folks. Uh, team one, obviously. Let's not harp on them too long because fuck them, fuck Stan Kroenke. The Los Angeles Rams, 12-5, and they added Allen Robinson, Bobby Wagner. They lost Sony Michelle, OBJ, Robert Woods, Andrew Whitworth, Austin Corbett, Sebastian Joseph Day, Von Miller, Darius Williams, and Johnny Hecker. Didn't really add anyone to the draft. I think they got a little worse, but I don't think they got like yeah. terrible worse. Those were some yeah, big I names think, we listed off, but I think they were deep enough. I think the best way to put it is you're a Super Bowl champion. Can you get better? Um, I mean, no. I guess you could, but I don't think they did. And I think that's something that stood out to me is, I mean, for those of you guys who listen every single week and you've heard me for the past couple of months, I tend to talk a lot more about skill positions than I do like offensive defensive line, um, just because that's what I know better. Um but I look at this team and I look at the wide receiver core. I I don't know if it's outside of Cooper Cup very good. I don't, I'm not an Allen Robinson believer at all. You lost Robert Woods. Um, you got Van Jefferson, who, who I mean, he looked decent. He did I, pretty I well above, last year. Yeah, I was going to say above decent last year. Um, but I just don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like the depth that they have at that position behind Cooper Cup. I'm not saying they're going to be bad by any means. They were Super Bowl champions. And these guys are good, but I, I don't know if it's like the best wide receiver core. Um, I'm not going to say the whole NFL because it's definitely not, but like maybe not even in the NFC, maybe not even in the NFC West. We can talk about that um, as we get into it, but yes, they have Cooper cup. So that makes them top tier right away. But yeah, I don't think they got any better. And I definitely would say they got a little bit worse. For sure. Um, MVP of this team, while going off of what you said, they don't have enough weapons. My MVP of the team is Sean McVay. Uh, going a little bit off the wall, but he's going to be able to scheme up plays around what they have and not what they used to have. So I think that's fair. I think that's a really good take, too. My MVP was Cooper Cup for almost a similar reason. It's because I think that while he doesn't have to replicate what he did last year, because that's like next to impossible. And if he does it, that's awesome. Um, But I think that he has to be the leader of this wide receiver group and he has to continue to be a trustworthy and like high volume target for Matt Stafford for this offense to just take that next level step again, to get themselves back into the position that they were in last year, which was Super Bowl champions. Got a lot of talent on the offensive side when it comes to like, um, I, I really like Cam Akers. We'll see how he does coming back off that injury. I know that he played a couple games at the end of the season and in the playoffs. Um, Daryl Henderson looked great as a running back in his pre- or in his absence. So you've got those pieces there. You lost Gerald Everett, but you have Tyler Higby, who had a big share of targets on that team last year. So you've got the talent there, but it's just Cooper Cup to me has to continue to be the best wide receiver in the NFL like he was last year. For sure. For sure. Over under. A little lower than what they won last year. Ten and a half. Same thing as the Chiefs. I mean, initial thoughts for me is I, I like the over. I This one. It's tough. I initially thought the under, but I'm like, 
No, they're not only going to win 10 games. I think they're an 11 win team, but there's no push. There's no push factor here. So I would stay away at all costs. They go 10 and seven. You're fucked. Cooper cup gets hurt. You're fucked. I, uh, I mean, again, we'll talk about it as we kind of get into this division more, but this, this division to me is less of a toss up than the AFC West. So when you say 10 and a half, like I think that division winner here is probably going to win 11 to 12 games. Um, I would think at minimum now, I'm not going to say some teams are going to go out there and go 13 and four, 14 and three, but I, I like the over on this. I would, I would lean it. I would almost bet it um, more so than I would some of the AFC teams, but I like the over. All right. Same here. Let's move on. The Arizona Cardinals, who last year went a surprising 11 and six. Weren't they like very, very, very hot start the year? Was that last year? Yeah, they started out, I believe it was 8-0 before they lost to the Packers. I got to watch that game in San Antonio and almost shit my pants because I thought they were going to lose it. Um, but, yeah, they I mean, they had a great start, and they just fell off the rails at the end of the season. Yeah, so that's what I thought, and I think that's the team that they are. Not, you know, that bad, but I think they're, they're not good. Um, they're not that good. They added Daryl Williams, Marquise Brown, Will Hernandez and Nick Vigil. They lost Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, Max Garcia, Corey Peters, Jordan Phillips, Chandler Jones, Robert Alford, Jordan Hicks, Malcolm Butler, Chris Banjo. And they drafted nobody really good. So I think without a doubt they got worse. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I mean, people are like, oh, my God, they added Marquise Brown. Cool. I mean, if he could catch the ball, that would be great. That's kind of his main goal, and he doesn't do that. So you've got a lot of speed there, but if he's not catching passes for you, does he make up for the loss of Christian Kirk? Who, you know, he the dude got a bag for a reason. Is he like some top tier elite receiver? Maybe not, but he's a very good receiver. Um, and you replace him with a guy who's got a lot of talent, but seemingly just can't catch the ball. And maybe that's a product of Lamar Jackson. I don't know, but until we see something else, I I just don't believe it. You lost DeAndre Hopkins for six games. So your wide receivers are A.J. Green, A. Jing Green, Marquise Brown, and then Rondale Moore. <laughs> um, yes, I know. Thank you so much for that uh, funny pun. Oh, that you got to put it in. in. Come on. You're failing at your job, Ethan. You know, I didn't know if we, gonna, if we were going to go that route. And I, I I would think to not laugh at myself because that'd be kind of corny, right, to make a joke and then hit my own laugh button. But um, no, you have to do it. Yeah. But when you you got to take it. That's fair. Next time, next time I make something, make a good joke, I'll, I'll do it. Or if you make a good joke, I'll do it. Um, Zach Ertz getting older as well. Now you did draft Trey McBride who are, people are saying like he might step right into that starting role um, to start the season. We'll see. But yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think they got better at all. No, absolutely got worse. And then when you factor in, you know, no Christian Kirk, no D hop for the first six games. Like, you're throwing to basically brand new people outside of AJ Green and Zach Ertz, which wow, you're throwing to literally old men. Like that's about it. Um, yeah. You 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 resigned James Conner. Whoop you fucking do. He hasn't done shit. Uh, that dude's always hurt. Uh, this Cardinals team is not going to be good. I don't think. And when it comes to their MVP, I have no idea who to pick. I hate Kyler Murray. I think he's too short. 
<laughs> to be a quarterback. Not saying I hate him as a person, as a, as a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God fucking. You know, you know what I've heard he's really good at? Video games. Um, well, I was going to say making uh, <laughs> chocolate and fucking. Oh, my God. Chocolate factory. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hit it. Damn it, Ethan. <laughs> Sorry, I was too busy laughing myself <laughs> to uh, make the actual button. Um, no. But no. So the video game thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, I mean, we're sitting here talking about it, right? To me, that just provides more of a distraction to this team that's already, I mean, to me is questionable, right? Like, yes. So they were... just, you just play video games all the time or what? I, I don't know. I, I wish I knew like the ins and outs of like what he does in his off time because there's nothing wrong with playing video games, right? Like we do it like semi all the time and we have normal jobs. But my thing is, is like when you, when you have something that has to be put in your contract that you need to do like this mandatory, mandatory studying of like film and other things, um, at least this amount of time a week because you're doing too much of that. Clearly, you're doing it way more than you should be. Right. Yeah. Now, does he is he stream? Do you know? That I don't know. The only person I and I know there's a lot of them, but the only person that I know for sure because I've I've watched a couple of their streams before is Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um, he's one of the wide receivers that I know does stream quite often. So um, but I'm not sure if Kyler Murray does. Gotcha. But he probably gotcha. Does. Well, uh, without a doubt, I think they got worse for their MVP. Do you know who it is? Do you have one? I don't. Yeah, have so one. I put, I and it, it was tough too. It was hard for me to pick an individual. So I said the offensive line. Uh, the biggest reason for me is they've got to create opportunities and space for Kyler Murray to work. I mean, again, may not like him as a quarterback, but he's a mobile quarterback. And for him to be successful, I think he's more successful when he uses his feet. And that doesn't necessarily mean like running like, um, you know, rushing for a hundred yards a game, but being able to get out, create space, um, make some of those off balance throws. And if you can have an offensive line that can give you time to do that. And then if they don't, you're kind of setting Kyler Murray up for failure because then he's got to scramble more than he wants to and make more of those off balance throws that you don't necessarily want him to make all the time. Um, and then also providing opportunities for James Connor. Um, you, he, had a pretty good season last year. You re-signed him for a reason. Still a younger guy. Um, had some success with the Steelers. What can he do this year to help out the team and help them maybe get better than they were? But again, we've talked about it. I don't see that happening. But the offensive line's got to step up. Yeah, I feel you there. I just I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick their... Pick the kicker. I don't even know who it is. Is it still, uh, oh, what's his name? Matt Prater? I don't know. I don't even Kicker's know. Kicker's been Prater bouncing around like crazy. Year, I think it was, yeah. I he was on the Lions last year. But I think I saw that they either signed Matt Prater or he was already on their team. Either way, they have Matt Prater. I just looked it up. MVP, I'm going blank. That's how much I hate the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> over under eight and a half. If they play like they did the first eight games of last year, over. If they play like they did the last no nine games of last year, if they year, don't lose under. a game, 
Don't lose the game. This is hitting over, guys. That's, that's the only <laughs> the only way I can say it, though, right? Because to me, this team is a toss-up. I know that you're not big on them at all. I'm not huge on them, but to me, they're just one big giant question mark. If I had to write down what I thought of the Cardinals this year, I would take a blank sheet of paper, I would draw a huge question mark, and I would submit it to whoever asked. Because that's how much I know, how much I like believe in this team or think that they're going to do good or bad. All right. Well, f- their first six games without D Hop go Chiefs, Raiders, Rams. Well, they could very well start 0 3. Uh, Panthers, Eagles, Seahawks. I think so, they could start. Uh, how many games was that? Two and, six? Two and four? Two and four. Yeah. I think they could start two and four. They might start one and five if Baker Mayfield shows out. This team could very well start two and four. I'll say at best they're going to go three and three on their first six. Yep. Saints, Vikings, Seahawks. They at so, least lose one of those games, if not two. So at best, they've got five wins. Rams, Niners, Chargers. They lose two of those. Yep. Six two wins. One, that's six wins. Pats, Broncos, Bucks. They might win one. They might win one. They could sneak two, but I would I would put them at one. So I think they seven. lose to the Broncos. Falcons, Niners. Who is the other team? Falcons, Niners, and who? That's it. Oh, Falcons and Niners. So even if they won both of those, though, that puts them at what eight wins? No, that would put that would put them at nine. Gotcha. I'm seeing nine wins at most. I think we're confident yeah. in taking the under. Yeah. If you're seeing nine wins at most then absolutely I'm taking the under because we did, we tossed up, right? Like if they lose to Baker, they, which they could, they could drop a game to the Falcons. Like I, I, I think people are sleeping on Marcus Mariota a little bit. I mean, that team's going to be awful. Don't get me wrong. They're winning like three games, (laughs) but that might be one of the three games they win. So I was going to say, there's games that these teams win. You got to remember that. Usually it's not to complete shit teams. It's to a team that's a 10 point favorite and they end up winning somehow. Like when the Jaguars Uh, shit on the Colts last year. Yeah, exactly, at the end of the season. So we take their under. We I think they're going to be bad. Ethan thinks he, they're going to be question mark. Um, 49ers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 10 and 7 last year, but that is completely irrelevant because they are starting Trey Lance this year. Their additions, Charvarius Ward, Darkies Denard. Those are the only two names that I saw that were semi-notable. Darkies Nuts. Um, departures, Raheem Mostert, Lakin Tomlinson, Alex Mack, 
Tom Compton, Arden Key, DJ Jones, Kincavia Street, Josh Norman, Kwan Williams, and Jarquiski Tart. My God. This team got worse. Worst team in the division? My hot take. And I know we're a little bit biased, but I don't think it's a hot take. And I know a lot of people will. So, yes, it is a hot take in terms of the general public. But I love that because I I think they are the worst team in the division, and I don't know if it's going to be close. I think they're going to be bad, man. I especially if Trey Lance is their starter, and I I know like maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is not even that he much is. better, but if if Trey Lance is their starter, and as of right now he is, I know a lot of people are got a bunch of hype around Trey Lance. I don't see it. I don't know why. I, I mean, it, prove me wrong, right? I'm not going to go out and say I'll get a tattoo about it. But uh, I Ethan's gonna have Trey Lance on his right ass cheek and Broncos country let's ride on his left ass cheek. Oh my god, I could could going to Broncos country. I could be posed into into getting something on my ass cheek about this. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna dive straight into the over under here because I I just can't wait. Uh, it's 10. Yeah, I like that under it is 10. This is my hammer. I see seven wins, eight wins at absolute most, even if Trey Lance plays plays well. Well, you let's just tell run me through their there's schedule. There's a chance that see. this team wins 11 games. Let's see what their schedule looks like. I'm about to pull it up because I haven't actually gotten a chance to look at their schedule. I, they start with the Bears. To me, that's a win. Sure. They go Bears, um, Seahawks. They could start 2-0. Yep. And, oh. yep. and then you got to play the Broncos, the Rams. The Panthers, sure. I mean, the Panthers on the road could be a loss. Um, they're favored we'll right go, now. We'll go. See. All right. We'll go Bears, Seahawks, 2-0. Yep. Let's go Broncos, Rams, 2-2. Two 2-2. And two. Two and two. We'll go Panthers, Falcons, 4-2. Four and two, Just yep. say. Chiefs, Rams, 4-4. Four and four. Chargers. Chargers, Cardinals, 4-6. Yep. We'll give them 5-5. Five and five. We'll yep. be generous. Saints, Dolphins. We'll give them six and six. Be generous. Bucks, Seahawks. I think we'll they'll split seven with the Seahawks. Seven. I don't know. They might split with the Seahawks, and that's on the road. So we'll we'll be again, we're being generous here. Seven yep. and seven. Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals. They would have to win out for that to push. You said it was eight and a half. It's ten. It's 10. 10. They were at seven. Oh, I might throw a hundo on this. That That's not hitting me. There's yeah, no way. It's 10. There's no way. <laughs> I thought you said it was eight and a half, which no. is why I was getting a little nervous. If it's 10, that's... I don't know how you don't... Minus 120. Hand, hander this ummer is what I just said. Hander, hander, I'm this, hander this ummer. <laughs> hammer this under. Ladies and gentlemen, hammer it. Yeah. Lock of the century, yeah. lock of the year. Exactly. That's why I'm going. That's why I'm going. Ass, ass tap bet. Ass tap. What, what are you going to put on it, though? Trey, Trey Lance throwing a football under your asshole? I can't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I hammered it that time. Oh, uh, I don't know what I could, <laughs> what I could do. There's like nothing any... funny that's 49ers yeah. related. No. I'd just get a hammer tattooed on my ass. 
Oh my god! All right, we yeah, need something. We'll we got, figure it out. We got we got eighteen weeks to figure that out. Plus a plus we'll figure a it out. But we got we got two ass tap bets on the line. Ethan is for the Broncos. Mine is for the 49ers. So what a uh, entertaining episode you have here, folks. You're um, welcome. My MVP. We'll get into that real quick, just because my MVP is Nick Bosa. Ooh, great pick. Don't know why I didn't even think of him. Yeah, catalyst of this defense and maybe a catalyst of the entire team. So I absolutely agree with that pick. That was not my MVP. My MVP was Debo because if this offense is going to be successful, Debo's got to be successful. And if he's going to continue, and I don't know if they're going to put him in this role because they've got Elijah Mitchell, but if he's going to continue to kind of platoon between running back wide receiver and just like mix up the offense a little bit, um, I think that's what they're going to need because they need the they almost need the element of surprise, I guess, isn't isn't a good way to put it at all. But if they want to be successful, they got to mix up what they're doing with their offensive scheme, kind of being creative with their plays like they did last year, letting Debo create space himself if they want to be successful. Because, again, I just don't – to me, Trey Lance is Justin Fields reimagined, and that might be a hot take in itself. But I'm not a Justin Fields believer. I'm not a Trey Lance believer. To me, they're one and the same. We'll see what happens this year. But that Debo's got to do something with this team. Facts. Facts. Um, but didn't he say something about not wanting to, you know, consume as much of a role in the run game? Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I, I'm assuming that he's probably going to play a majority, if not all, of his snaps at receiver. But I would be hard pressed to believe that it's Kyle Shanahan still there, right? Yeah, Kyle Shanahan won't try to utilize him in the backfield at least some of the time. But they lost their offensive coordinator. They had coach the Dolphins now. Mm, they sure did. They sure did. So a lot, of, a lot of things could change. And that's also a problem too, right? You lose your offensive coordinator who was spending a whole year working with Trey Lance, I'm sure. And now Trey Lance right. has to learn maybe not an entirely new offensive scheme, but I'm sure a lot of different things. So, yeah, it's definitely not going to be the same exact thing that no. you were learning. So love that 49ers under worst team in the division. Next up, baby, saving the best for last horse cock lock. And maybe the Seattle Seahawks, they were seven and 10 last year. We talked about it earlier. They added drew lock, uh, Geno Smith, Marquise Goodwin, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, Artie Burns. Lost, Russ, Chris Carson, RIP, retired. Um, Jamarco Jones, Dwayne Brown, Carlos Dunlap, Robert Kemdichi, Bobby Wagner, and DJ Reed. I mean, it's no, it's no surprise to obviously say they got a little bit worse. They yeah. lost Russ. Um they added some some solid pieces, I guess. They lost a good amount. Their draft was good. They got Charles Cross, Boye, Mafe, and Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I, I'm i with you. I think they got a little bit worse. It's hard to say that they got better, right, when you lose your quarterback of 10-plus years who brought you and won you a Super Bowl. Um, but at the same time, they, they did add a lot of quality pieces. I love that the fact that Noah Fant came with Drew Locke, as well as uh, Shelby Harris. I think that's also a good add for their defense. You Again, you drafted a guy like Charles Cross to help out with that offensive line. You ja- drafted, hopefully, 
a really good running back in Kenneth Walker. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, you got Boy Mafe as well to help out with that that uh, linebacking core as well. So I they got a little bit worse, but they also added some pieces to kind of help keep this team at a higher quality of production on both sides of the ball. For sure. I think that as long as Drew Locke is a starter, they'll be in an okay shape. I don't think Geno Smith is going to, is going to do anything. And I'm trying to put my bias aside here, but Drew Locke is way better than Geno Smith. Call me crazy. And I'll, I'll second that with you because I, so I went to a Washington football team before they were the commanders game against the Seahawks last year. And Geno Smith actually was the, I don't know if Russell got hurt in that game and he came in or if Geno actually started that game. I honestly can't remember. That was a long time ago. Um, I don't think he got hurt in the Washington game. He might've already been hurt. Um, Either way. He broke his finger. So he was already out, out. Yeah. Yep. So Gino was the quarterback in that game, and I was just not impressed uh, watching that entire game. Like there were, I, I mean, the Seahawks could have blown that game out, and they didn't. Um, so I, I just wasn't impressed. I will be shocked, and I know right now Gino is the starter, but I'm just you took a chance on Drew Locke. You traded away Russell Wilson. I know you got other pieces as well. You got draft picks. You're building for the future. All that fun stuff. If Drew Locke doesn't pan out, I'm sure they're going to end up drafting somebody like Bryce Young in uh, the draft next year. If you're taking a chance on Drew Locke, why would you immediately throw that out the window to take a guy who's already kind of unproven himself? Um, I talked about it a little bit. I wouldn't take online depth charts too seriously as Geno Smith is starting because from everywhere I've seen, heard, read, I think Drew Locke is the guy as of right now, so... Let's hope so. I would hate to see him get traded and just yep. never get a chance. And people bat people bash him on like their TikTok videos, like the ranking the quarterback things all the time. And he just never got a chance, man. It's gonna happen until he can prove himself otherwise. And you know, we'll say it here, and I'm sure Travis would agree. If he doesn't prove himself, then yeah, like we're not gonna sit here and say like if he has a season where he throws 12 touchdown passes and throws 25 interceptions. Oh, he just didn't have a chance. Like, sure, we'll admit that, like, yeah, the the Drew Lock horsecock train has left the station and it's not coming back. But well, I he needs about to stay healthy, and the yep. pieces around him need to stay healthy. Yes, and he needs finally put a that good to coach to give him the opportunity. And Pete Carroll is to me, he's that guy. He never had a coach. I feel like that fully believed in him. John Elway believed in him. That's why they drafted him. But I don't think Vic Vangio ever. And believed then they in gave him. up on him. Really and then quick. they gave up on him. Gave and up on him real quick. That's why I really don't want to see that fuck. happen in Seattle. So, and to me, yes, I think he has to be the starter. And I think that that's what's going to end up happening because you could have went out and got Baker Mayfield. You could have went out and got Jimmy Garoppolo. I guess you still technically could. You could have went out and drafted a quarterback and you didn't. And I think that there's a reason for that. And it's because you're going to give Drew Locke his chance to be successful. I'm glad you bring up the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. One, I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo to an in-division rival. Two, I'm seeing everyone talking about like their team's quarterbacks or other team's quarterbacks that could be replaced, and it being with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think San Francisco wants to get rid of him because what if they what if Trey Lance comes in and they're one and six? Yeah, no, I agree. 
they're gonna it's a good backup to have backtrack on that real quick. Like I don't think they're gonna get rid of him, and then I definitely don't think they're gonna get rid of if if someone if a quarterback's gonna get traded before the season starts, they would have already happened by now. The things yep. are already in place, things have moved way too far. So that being said, my MVP of this team is going to be the wide receivers, specifically DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They are going to be the ones who, regardless of if, if it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke, if they want to have a chance of competing in games, they're going to need to uh, help out their quarterback. I like that take. I have a hot take, and this is my hot take for the week, I think. My MVP is Kenneth Walker, and he is not even their starting running back currently, but I think, personally, he is going to show out this year. That's that's my hot take. I think he's going to come in. I mean, Seattle used to be a run-heavy offense if i'm if my memory serves me correctly they had marshawn lynch they they tried to run quite a bit when they had chris carson and some of these other guys um i think that they they're going to try that with a guy like kenneth walker who has the ability to do so um and if he does it's going to open up the offense a lot more for someone like drew lock to have better opportunities to hit these talents that they have in tyler lockett and uh dk metcalf so if Kenneth Walker can do his part and help balance this offense out and show out, like I'm hoping that he does, I, I think that he might end up being the MVP of this team this year. All right. That's my hot take. All right. Fair enough. I think that Kenneth Walker, spoiler alert, is going to be the rookie of this division. Well, so, if he's he the MVP of, of this team for me, <laughs> I can't imagine that he's not going to be the rookie of the year for me. Yeah, I literally put MVP for this team, Kenneth Walker, rookie of the year, also Kenneth Walker. I can't make him the MVP of an entire team and then not make him rookie of the year. So, yes, rookie rookie Walker. Rookie Walker is my Kenneth. Um, Kenneth is my (laughs) rookie of the year. So, um, that's really all I got to say about that. Um, We'll we'll go. We'll do our over-under for the Seahawks, and then we'll do our division winner um, over-under. Set at five and a half for this team. I like the over immediately. Um, I think they can do it. I, I'm I just think, not one I'll bet. It is the biggest favorite of win totals that we have covered. It is the minus one forty favorite. The over is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and to me, it's because you were seven and ten last year, and I know, and well, and that was with Russell Wilson, but only Russell Wilson for what? 12 games. I don't remember how many he missed, but if you're seven and 10 with two thirds of a season with Russell Wilson, you're telling me you're going to get two games worse with drew lock. I, I mean, maybe sure. Don't get me wrong, but I, their schedule's not terrible. There's a couple of, of rough stretches, but um, I could see them easily winning six games, if not seven to eight. I don't know if they'll get to that eight win threshold, but we'll see. For sure. I feel you. I like it. Um, I'll take the over as well, obviously. Division winner. Who you got? The Rams. I don't know if that's even in question, unfortunately. It's it's really not. With as much as we've dogged on these other teams, (laughs) it's hard to not take it. But – we did give you some hot takes on the bottom half or bottom third, three-fourths of this division. And then we also had a little bit, not as many spicy takes in the AFC West. 
With that being said, is there anything that you have before we hop out of here? Uh, other than the fact that the Cardinals are losing 12 to three to the Rockies. <laughs> That's really yeah, awesome. I to saw say. that about 45 yeah. minutes ago and it wasn't good. Right. I just wanted to ignore it and get on with my night, but thanks for bringing it up again. You're welcome. Um, other than that, folks, thanks for the tuning in to our divisional previews. Football season is pretty much full swing ago, and we're going to continue with football content next week. I believe Jerry will be back with us, and it'll be us three. See you on the other side. See ya. Peace. Sounds like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.